When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Brought to you by the great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Oh, school is right around the corner, and Coach Collins is not very happy. But anyway, it's the end of August. Um, we're going to let you know. We're going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. We're going to let you look in at teachhoops.com. Um, I do one-on-one calls with our members. I do office hours with our members. Um, I'm gonna um, this week. I'm gonna be talking to a, a, a T-Troops member about being a youth coach and some of the differences um, that we all have as far as being a youth coach. So um, it doesn't matter if you're high school coach, college coach. Doesn't matter which level you're at. I think you're gonna get a lot out of this. Um, so again, me just kind of showing that. If you're liking these podcasts, please go subscribe and like. We really do appreciate that. Um, 14 day free trial, um, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's get to the, let's get to the, uh, Q and a with, uh, with one of our coaches. Um, so I'll have you introduce yourself and then this is your time, whatever questions you have. Oh, oh it's just said, Hey, you broke outside. It said you're in the meeting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Me. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Um, just so people that are listening, um, I put these in the community so people can listen to them. So, um, oh, yep. So just introduce, okay. introduce yourself and then tell me where you coach and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, so I guess uh, my name's Chris and I'm a, I'm an elementary teacher. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm coaching uh, youth ages or youth uh, sixth and seventh grade for okay. the last five years. Oh, wow. So that's my, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, uh, I'm pretty into it. I mean, okay. uh, I, I rode, I, I have a Wisconsin connection. I rode, uh, I walked on and rode at the Madison for three years. Okay. And then I taught in Korea. I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher. And then I went abroad and taught in Korea for two years, came back and started to get, become a teacher. And, uh, I'm coaching actually in the same uh, youth program that I uh, uh, that I went to when I was in school. Oh, that's awesome! That's so, kind of fun. I have that connection. That's very okay. Yeah. So, 
So what's the hardest part about coaching that age level? Uh, well, the hardest part about coaching that age level for me, I don't, I think I'm getting more serious about it and the kids are, you know, they're kids. Right. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yes. It's just like, I'm like, you know, I signed up for this, you know, in November, I've been reading lots of books and, you know, like last I'm coaching a U team. Okay. One of my, it's just cause I'm trying to like meet, you know, outside of my program. Right. You know, meet other coaches. And uh, I, last week I had uh, four kids at one practice and five kids at another. And we, we have 10 kids. <laughs> right. So that's hard. And uh, so that's just hard. And I mean, it is spring. So a lot of them are playing like soccer or baseball. So I get it. But they're a little bit younger. Yeah. So I was like bringing in kids from like this, my team who couldn't play, but they could fill in for practice. Right. So we could have enough guys to like play three on three and. Yep. So I would work out a lot of skill stuff if you have that few kids too. A lot of skill work. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of ball yeah, handling. Yeah, a lot of ball handling. Yep. A lot of shooting. Um, I do a lot of shooting. Yeah. So I think it's really yeah. important too at that age to for them to play multiple sports. Everything I've read says that's really I important. Um, mm -hmm. but it's hard because they're being pulled in six different ways, um, especially the really right. good athletes. And I, I kind of, I kind of leave it up to the, uh, I leave it up to the the parents and the kids. Right. So like most of my kids that I coach in the fall and winter season, there I tell them, I was like, I want you to play another sport, but if you don't, you can come play for me. Right. And so most all of them play another sport at this age. Okay. And then uh, there's a couple that don't, and they just don't want to play basketball. So, but, right. So, but, so uh, what, what questions do you have for me? So I have two questions. My okay. first one is, uh, well, I am kind of, I've been the last like year or two, I've been like looking into like how do I get into the high school coaching rank. Yep. And part of my issue is I coach at a, or I teach at an elementary school, so I finish at four ten which, you know, in the high school finishes at like 2.30. Right. So I was just wondering if you had any tips just to like, you know. Are you willing, are you willing to move? Well, that's, that's my big issue. I actually love my job. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and I'm in like a perfect position. So it's, that's the, so I teach science okay. at, at, in the elementary grades, which is like most school districts don't have that. Right. So I, I teach science all day to K through three mostly. And I also do a little bit with fourth and fifth grade. Oh, that's cool. And my, yeah, my school district's one of the only public school districts that does that. Yeah. Wow. So, um, that, that, that's, but, that intrigues me too. You must do a lot of investigative stuff with those little guys too, huh? Yeah. Science, yeah science that's pretty much what I do all day. Yeah. And be goofy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is that the way we teach science education hasn't changed. I mean, anyway, we can get, that's a whole different story. Um, but anyway, okay. the whole investigative part, we're losing that. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, uh, so that's, that's going to make it tougher because there are opportunities out there. Yeah. For people in teach hoops that are listening to this, it's a lot easier if you're a high school coach to get a high school job. Absolutely. I'm not, yeah. not going to sugarcoat that mm -hmm. here. Um, the, it is possible. I've had tons of people do it from the middle school and the elementary. It's definitely easier that you're a teacher rather than a non-teacher 
that definitely makes it easier. Um, is there any way you could work something out with your principal? Or oh god, that's an, that's almost two hours though, isn't it? That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, there are some schools that do like they have they practice like five to seven just due to like gym space. Right. In the area, but you know, it's finding the right you know uh, coach. As I, I interviewed for a position last year, actually. Okay. And, uh, uh, well, I didn't blame him. He, he went with, uh, a former college player who was just starting to teach at the high school. Right. So I was just, well, if you're going to take someone who's at the high school who doesn't have, uh, you know, conflicts potentially with practice time. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. So, I mean, that's what I that Yeah. That's yeah. Um, but, so if, you, if you have a good teaching gig and you're not willing to move, it's going to be a lot harder. For sure. But, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I would start networking too with the, with the other surrounding. Yeah. So I would start, you know, maybe reaching out to some of the other, you know, even maybe being a fresh, are you talking about being a freshman coach? You want to be the head varsity coach? I, well, I, I don't think I, uh, maybe one day varsity coach, but I, I've never actually like been taught. You know, like I've just kind of like learned everything my because I'm teaching at the youth level. I right. mean, I played in high school. Right. And then you know I have like other athletics, but I've never had like a coach or like worked under a coach or been an assistant. And which, you know, which even is, being like a sophomore coach. Yeah, that's what you that's what you want to look for initially. You want to look for a right. freshman or that's sophomore. What I've been, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Because then you can because it's it's. Um, there's a huge difference between moving one seat to the left is what I always tell people. Uh, it's being an assistant, a freshman coach is a lot different than being the the guy that's running the entire program. Like the varsity coach is running everything, you know, they're in charge of their, charge of their assistants, the entire program, all that. So that's what I would, I would, if you're serious about wanting to be a high school coach and maybe definitely not wanting to move out of the area, then I would look for a freshman job. People are always looking for freshman coaches, especially ones that have any experience. Um, and that's how you get your foot in. Then you can learn. I mean, I've had, I've been under like four or five head coaches and I learned a little bit from each one of them. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's where you, right. you learn from, you know, other people or you learn from books or you learn from watching mm -hmm. or you learn from talking, but it's like the, the, one of the best ways to learn is actually see someone else do it. Like how do they run their program? What do they want me to run offensively? What do they want me to run defensively? Um, so that's that would be the that would be my that would be my step is I would start looking for those because those jobs will open. Those freshmen. So would you like? Would you like email like I would, coaches? I would, I would reach out to everybody in the circle area that you think you're possible and say, "Hey, here's my resume. Here's what I've done." Cause I get these all the right. time and I just, you, to be okay. honest with you, we don't have an opening, but I print them off. I put them in right. a file folder cause I never know when an opening is going to ha happen. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I'd really have someone that's interested and someone's not interested. Um, okay. you know, no one's becoming a freshman high school basketball coach to become rich. So, <laughs> right. you know, they're doing it cause I mean, they love, it's you know. just more for the challenge. And, yeah. It's you know, the love of the game to... and the challenge and all that. That's why people do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that's what I would do. Definitely reach out and, and, and yeah. I would even CC. Like no, no, those happen all the time. Okay. Those happen all the time. And even to the athletic director. Um, 
because it's not like you're sending this thing and saying, I want to be the head coach. I'm saying, Hey, I'm looking to coach. <laughs> um, right. You know, do you have, a, if, or when you have any openings, I'm super interested. Here's what I have done. Here's what I, here's why I'm interested. You know, here's my cover letter, blah, blah, blah. They'll trust me. Every AD will be happy to have that. Um, okay. You know, and it might, it, the email do might I, be at the right time. Do I uh, include, I mean, I probably wouldn't include the fact that I can't start till later. I mean, unless I. I wouldn't include any of that until. Until after they're like, oh, we're interested in you. And yep. Then, yep. Yep. I would just say, here's, here's my cover letter. Here's my resume. I'm interested. You know, I've been coaching for X years. This is what I want to do. Um, and yes, there'll, there'll be some doors opened with that. Trust me. Okay. And they might even say, Hey, would you be interested in running my, and I've done this with some of my people that I, that have, you know, there's got to kind of be a little bit of test. Hey, you want to run my summer program? You want to coach my, or because I can't coach them in the summer. Do you want to be able to do that? Blah, blah, blah. So there's all sorts of opportunities that will okay. open. Doors will open. You know, you want to come work camp. Okay. You want to do this. Um, so that will give you some opportunities. I think that will be very helpful for moving, moving you toward that window. Cool. Uh, well, I have another, uh, that, that was helpful. Uh, okay. but I have another, like, uh, so one of my big challenges just at the youth level, uh, uh, so I, my school district is, uh, but I, not that I teach them like coaching, we're pretty good and we get a lot of talented athletes. Okay. And so now I'm starting to like play like some of those top teams in like sixth, seventh grade. Yep. And I'm, I'm a big believer in like motion offense and, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't care if you like, and I'm trying to get all the kids to shoot and, you know, just to attack. Yep. But now uh, how do you break down the motion offense? Like, you know, that you're supposed to like move. I read, I listened to your podcast, like read and react. And I was just like, at the youth level, would you give them like, say like four rules I'd give them like two like, rules I'd give them like two rules <laughs> like you get the ball so what would your two rules that would be a good question um I would give I would give a I, I think the first rule is pass and, and cut to the basket and then everyone else fills the spots um and then my second one would be if you uh something was screening probably screening away so if you don't get it on that cut then you got to screen somebody I would make it super simple. Um, you know, what, and again, this is where it goes to what, what, what do you value as far as an offense? Do you want them to be able to shoot threes, which probably not at that age, you probably don't. Do you want them to be able to attack the rim? Do you want them to be able to screen? Do you want them to be able to cut? Do you want them to be able to free up and get open and get a shot? So whatever you value, I would make two rules around those values. Hey everybody, I hope you're liking this. Um, I like I like to pull back the curtain once in a while and kind of show you the things that we do in, within Teach Hoops. Obviously, we have tons of resources, um, but we're also, you know, I'm here to help. That's the reason I started this thing. Um, I wanted to help other coaches. I'm getting at the end of my uh, actual coaching career, so this is kind of the way that I feel like I can give back. So um, go over and check it out, 14-day free trial. All right, let's get back to the Q&A. Mm -hmm. Um, okay but cutting so, and screening I, I would, would probably be too I, right actually i have a number of kids who can shoot the three it's just really surprising in the last couple that's a big change since the first 
couple of years that I've okay. shot. I think they just shoot the three more. You know, they, they shoot more jump shots. They do. And then, uh, so, I mean, the big things that I value are we want to get as many layups or just open shots close to the basket. And okay. then oftentimes, like, we'll see zones. Like, unfortunately, that's like every team we play, they zone us. So we're either attacking layups or we're, like, driving and kicking for threes. Yep. But my big issue is a lot of times the kids will just stand around right. the perimeter. So, so, so maybe your two rules are if, when, when you have the ball and you pass it, you cut. And the second one is you don't stand for more than two seconds. So – that way, and then then you can talk about well, what are you going to do if you're not standing there? You can go screen, you can cut opposites, you could back, you know, you could flare cut, you could um, you could replace the, you know, you could replace someone that just left. There's all sorts of things that you can do, but you can't stand here. Like if you're standing still for more than two seconds, you have to go screen somebody or you have to cut away. Um, depending on what kind of motion you want to run. If you want a motion that's cutting toward the basket, then you don't want them cutting toward the basket. You want them cutting away. But whatever, you can come up with those specific rules. But, I mean, you know, in our three-minute conversation here, I think the two rules are cut to the – if you have the ball, you better do one of two things. You better shoot it. You better drive to the basket. You better kick it and cut to cut. So the the person that has the ball has a set of rules, and then everybody else better be moving. Like you better be moving. If you're standing, you're doing something wrong, and that will get rid of the stand. And I'm going to watch him drive, or I'm going to watch him go to the basket, because um, that's a very common mistake at that age that they stand right. and watch. Um, yeah. So, so how what, could you turn that? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, um, you could go maybe ask the FIAD teacher or something. There's like, um, there's like gym tape that you could put down, and you could put X's down on the floor to the spots that you want them to go to. <laughs> And then when you're teaching them that moving thing, um, it's a lot easier teaching it three on three and two on two. Right. Uh, even four right. On four. I do that all the time. Yep. So especially if you don't have enough kids, that's true. Uh, but mm-hmm. then, uh, th- then they got to go to a spot. Like you got to, if you're not here, you better move to another spot and someone will be at that spot. So then you're going to have to do something for them. You have to back screen. They're going to have to cut out of there. Right. You know, Two people can't be at the same spot. So it's kind of, it, it's like game yeah. for them. Like, I got to keep moving. Um, yeah. And it's very effective. So where would, you start the, where would you start those three spots? I would put one at the top of the key. I would put two on the wings. I'd put one on each wing. That's what I, you put, so they just yep. move. Yeah, yep. that's kind of what I would. Yep, and then, and then depending, you can always, yeah, if you, get a, if you eventually get a big, you can put a big in the high post. You can... Put put both the other two on the baseline. You can kind of shift and and put somebody in short corner eventually. But um, when I'm doing the three on three, I would definitely put top of the key in the two wings. Okay. And it's like very two, simple. Like, for them. When you say two wings, do you mean like elbow or do elbow, you mean like free throw outside line extended? Free throw line extended outside the three because if okay, if, you, yeah, if you want them to be able to, everything should be outside the three. The initial spot should be okay. outside the three. Um, especially if they can shoot threes because they're going to defend them there and then that's going to leave you more space. Right. And I just, uh, I was going to say, I'd say the AAU team that I'm coaching this year and it's a bunch of random players, so that makes it a little harder too, but that's more sporadic. But normally I have like my full team practices in the right. winter and 
things. It's a little bit more serious. They take it more serious. Yep. And the thing is, if you have 10 kids in your regular season, what I do is, okay, we're going to do this three on three. You two are going to watch the blue team. You two are going to watch the white team. And if they're not doing one of these two rules or one of these three rules, you're going to yell it out to them. So that everyone's active doing it. Um, and then you can do the same thing four on four. Okay, you're going to have one guy out watching the blue team, one guy watching the white team, and then you're watching. So now you got you know, six sets of eyes rather than two sets, you know, or three sets of eyes, six eyes looking at them. Um, so that, that makes the kids that are not doing it because you're not going five on five, they have to be, you know, communication is so important in every aspect of life, but it's definitely important in, in uh, basketball. Um, so you got to get them talking to each other, uh, you know, and then, and I tell them when you're running offense, you can't follow your own player. So if you got to go move right. someone out of off the X, then move them off the X. You know, you can grab your own player. That's not a foul. Um, mm-hmm. So they like they like that there's rules or they like that there's movement. Um, it's it's yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's a game, but it's like it's very easy for okay, stop. What didn't we do? Stop. Right. Okay, and they'll yeah. be able after a week. They're gonna they'll know exactly what they're doing and what they're not doing. Um, and it becomes much easier for them to be able to score. So kind of going off your two rules, just as I, I, yep. I have you here for another yep. minute. <laughs> yep. uh, how would you, so it's going to sound silly, but just the teacher and me, I don't like to use the words no or don't. Yep. How would you change that? Would you say if you're, I want to like keep it short and sweet, like two seconds move or something, or uh, like that's your rule. Or, uh, that doesn't really have a snappy ring to it to me. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's what you got to come up with something really quick and easy so they can get it. Um, that's right. a good. That's a great question. Um, that's so you don't want to use no. Um, Wow. That's just in my class. Like when I make a rule, I, I try not to use no. Or yeah. So, what, or, so rule one would be if you have the ball and you pass, you, if you have the ball, you right. either cut. Pass, pass and cut, cut is basically my rule. Or you can shoot. If you do not have the ball, um, you must move off your X. Okay. You must move off your X in two seconds. Okay. Um, yeah, something like that. Something like you must you right. you you, you, uh, you must so be active. Move, like, like, active after two or something. Yeah, active after two. Like yes, even right. if you have the ball, you should be active after two. So that's a general rule for everybody. Like if yeah. I have the ball, if yeah. I'm not shooting it right away, and I'm not like I only got five seconds if I have the ball, and I got to dribble it, or I'm gonna get a five second call. So you could even make it three if you wanted to. But after th- right, I was going to say because I think on ball definitely two. Like I mean, you want to go right away, yep. and then off all the you know, I don't know. When we play all the top teams. Basically, what I see, I see a lot of five outs. Yep, and they just stand there, and then they go one on one drive kick, and then they replace. They so do. Play a lot and if I'm that, doing that, I'm just I'm I'm get, I'm coming off those five guys, and I'm just sitting in the paint, and I'm waiting for you. Like right. that's why if your guy. Yeah. Defenses don't like people that are moving. They just don't like it. Um, so, you know, it's going to be tiring. They're not going to be – it's going to be – you know, you're not going to do this for a half hour the first time you do it. You're going to do it for about five right. minutes. And if they're moving, right. they're going to be gassed. Um, yeah. 
But I tell, I always tell our guys, it's like, think about if you're the defender, like, cause you're going to mm-hmm. put defenders out there. I don't want to chase someone around for 20 seconds. You're like, you know, <laughs> you know, you're going to get open and you're going to be able to score if you keep moving and doing these things, screening, cutting, you know, um, the game is pretty simple when you break it down into little pieces. Uh, but if you stand, I, I always say, if you stand, you know, my 87 year old grandma can guard you right. in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. But if you're moving, then these, all the people we're playing are going to have a really hard time defending you. Um, does that make sense? Right. Yeah. What are some other drills that you would use to encourage uh, just the motion offense. Um, just with the even your your guys, like what would you do? Yeah, like, I do. A I'm lot thinking of, more I, two on two, three yeah, on three. I do that, and I do a lot of um. You got to make you got to you got to make two in a row. Uh, everything's a competition, so by the time right. they get to me, everything's a game. So you're you're you, know, teacher, you can probably come up better games than I can. But everything okay. we do, we keep score, and everything we do, we, we make it competitive. Okay. Um, right. cause you're only, you're only dealing with boys, right? Yep. Yep. So t- teenage boys are very competitive about everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what did I you have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, I have them shoot for the, just trying to shoot from the three for like a minute. Right. Actually, I think I stole that from your, uh, 15 rules from, yes. uh, open gym. Yes. Or whatever. That was yep. great. But I've been using a couple of those. Those are really good for open gym because they keep it moving and they're different. Yeah. Um, but no, I would, yes, everything is, and if, if you lose, you got to do five burpees or 10 jump. I mean, I make the, I make the losing minutes. It, it, it's more about winning and losing for them than it is about, yeah. I'm not punishing yeah. you because you lost. Yeah. I just want to say these guys, them be Yeah, this team won. I make them do won. Yeah. Do, you they, know, hate, they hate push-ups in middle school. They do. And you know what I make them do? I go, okay, everybody has to do a one-arm push-up. Ready? And they go, what? And they all fall and they can't do it. And we move on. You know, that kind of stuff. I do that with the elementary middle school. Oh, okay. That's funny. I'm going to do that. Do yeah. one-arm push-up. Just do a one-arm. And to be honest with you, probably a half of them are strong enough to do it. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance thing with most of them. They don't have that center of gravity. Um, yeah. But yeah, let me know if that works. All right. So um, takeaways before we got to go here, and we'll we'll do this again, Coach. But um, takeaways. What what are we going to work on coming up, and what do we need to think about? Uh, well, mostly for me, I just I really want to like uh, two things. I think I'm going to try to email some coaches and athletic directors. I like that advice. You know, I always thought that you know coaches didn't like that because I get a whole bunch of emails from like random people because my name is on like our youth right. uh, program. Like, oh, hey, you want to do that? And I, I, was, and I was always pretty annoyed by it because they're like trying to get me to do tournaments and stuff. And right. I guess that I should be more proactive. Yeah, but this, is, a, this is you offering your services. This isn't you trying to say, hey, come and I want to make $400 right. off you. This is, hey, yeah. I want to I wanna be a coach. I want to learn. I'm willing to do, you're not, yeah, trust me. It's, you're not going to, if you do, then you probably don't want to go there if you're going to offend them because you're not offering, you're not, you're not sending an email every three weeks. You're sending an email <laughs> saying I'm interested. Yeah. Um, keep me in, keep me in mind if something opens up, you know? Right. Um, all right. So that's my the first. Other takeaway. Oh, my other takeaway is just, uh, 
I don't know, maybe making some rules and just really enforcing that throughout. But I think that's something I'll try even with my AAU team, just to like keep it something simple. Right. And then uh, trying to get them to. And then, then we'll talk. So I want you to keep some notes about what you think worked well and what didn't work well. And then the next time we talk, we can go over and say, hey, this didn't work. How can we adjust it? And then you and I can kind of bang that out. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Awesome. All right. Have a good Sunday, Coach. All right. You too. Thank right. you. Yep. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying – I hope you enjoyed that. A um, couple things. Make sure you subscribe and like. Um, make sure you go over and check out our free, um, resources on YouTube. Uh, there's lots of videos and things on there. And then if you're looking to take your coaching to the next level, you're looking for some help, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Oh, I got to go into school and get my room ready. Have a great end of the summer. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.